JMV here with Brian Kahn from Floors to Your Home. Fans, if you're shopping for flooring of any kind, you need to check these guys out. You're going to have the most incredible, totally hassle-free shopping experience ever. JMV, we really appreciate you saying that. That's our goal every day, to offer our customers a quick, easy, and hassle-free experience at all of our Floors to Your Home locations. Fans, it works like this. You see the product you like. It's going to be cheaper than anywhere else. That's for sure. Then you can immediately take it home with you or have it installed. That's right. No hassle, no special order. Just see it, buy it, and take it home, or have it installed. Like three rooms of hardwood, laminate, or waterproof flooring starting at just 349 and they have everything in stock. I'm doing my whole house, and believe me, this is the best shopping experience you'll ever have. Three convenient locations, Avon, Noblesville, and Brookville Road. Who gives the quickest, easiest, and most hassle-free buying experience? Floors to your home. That's who. Let's go now to the Andy Moore Automotive Group hotline. And he has not been on for a while. The head coach of the Phoenix Suns. You get the Suns and the Pacers later on tonight. Former Pacer head coach Frank Vogel joins us. Hey, Frank, thank you for the time. How are you? What's up, JMV? How you been, man? My brother, I was thinking about this the other day. You know how long it's been since you've been on this show? I don't know how long it's been. May 4th, 2012. Oh, my goodness. And here's how how I know how I know why is because that was the day that uh, MCA died of Beastie Boys, and you and I talked about MCA of the Beastie Boys for probably the first seven minutes because that was breaking news that day. So yes, that's right. That was a sad day. It was because I mean you told me you went back um, when you grew up. You knew about them before basically the rest of the world knew about the Beastie Boys growing up when you did. So. Oh, yeah, we, we followed them. They were, they were big time. Yeah, no doubt about that. Uh, Phoenix now, of course, um, getting ready for a game later on tonight. We saw you, obviously, on Sunday. How do you think your team's playing right now, and especially in terms of your big three, with Durant, with Beal, with Booker? How's everything coming together for you at this point of the season? Yeah, it's really starting to gel for us. You know, we really uh, we spent the first two months of the season without having uh, the big three together. You know, just a handful of times, um, either one or both of them was out, and um, you know it's really difficult to build cohesion uh, through that. But um, they've been healthy for a, a little bit of a stretch here, and finally getting some tra- some traction. You've been so many different play or places and was such a high level of success as a coach. How different is it than let's just say, for example, Frank, when you first started, to make sure you maximize time on the floor, but also with what is the end result and the goal in mind, making sure these guys, especially those three in particular, get the rest that they need. Yeah, they rest on off days. <laughs> it's, uh, it's always a balance, you know. I mean, you want to manage the the, the marathon the best that you can. Yeah. Uh, while trying to win every night, you know, you have to stay in the moment and and uh, whatever game is in front of you, you got to do whatever it takes to to get that game uh, within you know within reason. And um, you know, like I said, I think uh, league wide uh, teams are practicing less and less and doing less shoot arounds. So uh, the mental approach is is that much more important. You know, I, I think uh, being with the Lakers and the team we had there uh, with LeBron, um, just being really dialed into the film sessions and uh, the, the mental approach has, has really uh, showed me a lot of lessons of how, how we can improve our team and uh, build cohesiveness and all that stuff, you know, while keeping them off of uh, off of their feet, you know, and, 
like I said, the whole league has kind of done a little bit of that, but you know, I feel like we're doing a good job uh, managing that. I was going to ask you that, too, regarding practice, because, for example, for the Pacers, team you're up against later on tonight, Pascal Siakam had not practiced until, I believe, going back to Wednesday. Um, how often do you practice? Is it enough practice time for you, or, again, is this just kind of a juggling act that, that you have to do? Well, it's, it's definitely a juggling act, and you know, for for all the things that I want to cover and 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 build, uh, you know, discipline with, you know, which takes practice and reps, and you know, guys working together and, and having the ability to blow the whistle, stop, teach it correct, you know, like there's a big value in that, you know. Um, but you have to measure that against uh, guys being fresh, guys being healthy, um, because there's a lot of situations where you try to try to get some work done, and you know, a guy rolls an ankle or something like that in practice, and ends up being counterproductive. So um, it is a juggling act. But, you know, like I said, if you can improve your team with the mental approach, then uh, then you got a team that's got a chance to do something. He is Frank Vogel, the head coach of the Phoenix Suns. Suns Pacers coming up later on tonight at Gambridge Fieldhouse. You know, obviously we saw you guys on Sunday in that win over the Pacers. What, it, it looked pretty cohesive to me. But what's this look like, this product you have present day to you compared to your expectations and then your further goals down the road with this group? Yeah, the thing that we're seeing a lot uh, of late is, you know, that we got three guys that require double teams, you know, whether it's Kevin Durant's post-ups or Devin Booker or Bradley Beal's pick and rolls or their pin downs, um, you know, or their isolation situations. You know, we, we find guys that, um, you know, we know that the opponent is going to double team. And, you know, when, when one of those guys is getting double teamed and, and you have a, a, a Bradley Beal and a Kevin Durant on the backside or if, or if KD's getting double teamed and you have Bradley Beal and Devin Booker on the backside, it, it makes it a, a, a little bit of a, a problem for the opposing coach to make those those choices. You know, do you want to live with those guys getting open shots on the backside, or uh, or, or trying to play those guys straight up, um, which uh, which they win those matchups most times. So uh, we're really starting to see that uh, with the games that we've had of late, and um, hopefully we can continue to grow our spacing and all the things that go into that. He is uh, Frank Vogel, the head coach of the Suns. What'd you make of, of what you saw from the Pacers? Obviously, you know, without Tyrese Halliburton, I mean, it's it's drastically different. But from what you've seen both with him on tape and, and what you saw in them on Sunday without him? Well, Tyrese Halliburton's become one of the best players in the NBA. You know, I mean, it's, it's that simple. And I think it's reflective in the all-star voting. Uh, where I believe he's first uh, in the East amongst guards, and it's well-deserved. He's a wizard out there with the basketball. He sees things that no one else on the floor is seeing before they even happen. And he has the ability to deliver the basketball. He's great. got great deception with his eyes. Um, you, know, you never know where he's going with it, and he freezes defense. And, um, you know, he's really, really a guy that's, that's difficult to prepare for. And, um, you know, he's the head of the state for their, their guys. But, you know, I think that the team is it goes beyond Tyrese Halliburton. You know, they've done a great job. Kevin Pritchett and their front office have done a, a phenomenal job um, just drafting, you know, good talent. You know what I mean? It's it's not like they're, they're going to the, the top three in the, in the lottery and, and, you know, drafting future stars, but they're getting good player after good player after good player. And their young talent is uh, is really helping them win games. I, I think the addition of Siakam is going to really help them, and I think he's a great fit next to my guy Miles Turner, who uh, who I had in, in his rookie year, yep. who I'm very very fond of as a person and as a player. He, he's just become 
one heck of a basketball player, and I'm super happy for him. Hopefully he doesn't do well against us. <laughs> but he's somebody that I'll always be rooting for, and, uh, you know, their, their future is bright, you know, especially with Rick, Rick Carlisle coaching them up the way the way they're they're doing it. I mean, to be the, the number one offense in the league and, and quite frankly, to have a uh, – you know, uh, an offensive rating that would, if it, if they finished the season today, would be the best in the history of the NBA. Is just just remarkable, and that speaks to to Rick's offensive mind. So Frank Vogel with us. Um, we've seen such an uptick in offense over the years. Do you like? I, lo- I liked for me. I love offense, and I love where it is going. Is there at times going to be more? of a balance or ultimately is that just up to each individual team to get better within those parameters defensively because sometimes it feels like it's a little bit too much outweighed from offense to defense where we are right now what do you think yeah well i mean the modern nba offense is very difficult to slow down you know it really is the skill level has really grown you have five guys on the floor typically at all times that can shoot threes and um, the space that comes along with that makes it difficult to guard guys in one-on-one situations and you know the the footwork the physicality of of, of players playing offensive basketball not just in the post but in iso and and bully drives and using their big shoulders create space if you bring a little bit of help you get burned by a three so it's uh it's very challenging, you know, as a as a defensive minded guy, uh, you know, to scheme these things up. But um, if if you want to win at the highest level, you got to defend at a high level, you know. So that's something that we're preaching with our guys. What, what do you want? Um, what do you want your guys to keep your game to game defensive average? Uh, in terms of our defensive, yeah, play, and, uh, I, I guess total good. point output. I guess, and I, I know you, sometimes you get some stragglers here and there, but like, is there a goal in which defensively you want to hit as total points for the team that you're playing? No, because every team plays, plays a different pace. Okay, you know, and um, you know, we're, we're more concerned with the defensive efficiency, uh, which we like to keep. Uh, I think the number one team in the league is is under 110, maybe 107, something like that. Uh, we like to keep it uh, around there, under 110. You know, it gives us a chance to win each night. You know, I mean, it's but this game is to tell you how much the game has changed. My my teams back with the, the Hibbert West teams when we had the best defense in the league, our defensive rating was 97 <laughs> or like 96.7 or something something like that. Now and now to to lead the NBA, you got to be uh, I think 108 or something like that. So, um, like I said, it's a it's a challenge, but um, you know, teams are going to win at the highest level and give themselves a chance to win the championship. We're going to guard at a high level. Hey, Frank, clearly, I was taking my analytics course back in 1995, right there. So that's <laughs> that's what I got. But that, that is incredible because we just went over and kind of joked about the last time you were on the show. But that's really not a hell of a lot of time, right there, to change that drastically, is it? No, it's it's not. You know, it's just been an explosion uh, of, of offense and the style of play is, has really changed. I mean, it's just a, it's a different game now. Frank Vogel is with us. Um, what's Indiana, Indianapolis, mean to you in reflection? Oh, uh, it's it's one of the most special places in the league for me. I mean, the city itself. Um, you know, for me, I I raised my daughters there. We moved there when they were three and one, and uh, there for nine years. You know, so uh, they consider that home. Um, we've been back just about every summer you know, since I left uh, to visit friends. We, we, we maintained our house there for a long time. And, um, you know, it'll always be home for me. The city will, um, Indianapolis and Carmel. But then the Pacers organization itself, you, you know, is going to be special to me for forever as well. You know, they, they gave me my first opportunity to be a head coach. 
I'll, I'll forever be in, indebted to, to Herb Simon and, and Larry Bird and uh, David Morway uh, for giving me that opportunity way back when. And, um, man, when we, we took off and we started winning games with that group that uh, you know, got within the game of the NBA Finals, you know, those are, those are special teams to me. I'm still in close contact with, uh, with a lot of those, those guys, PG and Roy and, and, and David West and, and Lance George Hill. Uh, all those guys, even Yamahimi, CJ Miles, like that that team was that team was very close. We had a very um, family oriented uh, type of approach, and um, you know those teams will be very special to me forever. Was there ever a point where you thought the Lakers might have been the end, end of their coaching road for you? You never know. I was hopeful that it would be. You know, I think when you win an NBA championship, you have a you know you have a, a feeling like you have an opportunity or you have a chance to, to stick. And to be there for a long time, but you know the Lakers are, uh, you know, a, a championship or bust type of organization, and was it just wasn't in the cards for me. But um, you know, I think when we had that success early on there, I was hopeful that that would be the case. Uh, Matt Ishbia, I was going to ask about him as an owner, and this is what occurs to me. And again, uh, my analytics were 95, and my knowledge is probably stuck back there too. But he seems certainly, with his background, um, a very big time lover of basketball. It, it, that has to be a really cool aspect for you, knowing that that you have an owner that it has all of his life basically been so invested in the game that you're coaching. No doubt, and it's been a lot of fun. He, he's great, you know. He's a uh, he's a guy that was, was a walk on for for Tom Izzo uh, on the team at Michigan State, that, on the team that won a national championship, I think, in '99. And um, you know, he's just a basketball junkie, you know. So I mean, he runs his business and he's investing in the world that, in, in the mortgage industry. Uh, but he's a he's a basketball junkie. He knows his stuff. He, he has great questions, and um, he's a great partner in what we're doing uh, in terms of adding the talent that we want to add, and um, you know, just looking at all of our processes and ways we can be great on a daily basis. And I'm really enjoying working with him. Yeah, Brad Stevens said this long ago, and it may have been said before Brad said it too. But uh, I'll, I'll take the cue from him. He said, you know, everybody when he was at Butler, it, it, you know, everybody that you know is is cleaning up the field house to to coaching the team, whatever needs to be pushing in the same direction. And, and noticing this, you don't often get that. And this seems like a, a really special parallel you have in Phoenix, where from ownership on down, everybody's pushing in the same direction. And when you don't often have that, it has to be very special when you do in this case. No, it it really is off to a phenomenal start in year one uh, with this group. James Jones is as our, our our front office and Josh Borrelstein, uh, but Matt Matt is leadership, and then on down to our captains. You know, Kevin Durant, Bradley Beal, and Devin Booker have been great great partners so far um, in terms of really working together and and being flexible. And you know, let's let's combine all of our experiences and successes, uh, you know, to to produce a champion. And, um, you know, like I said, we've been uh, battered with injuries early on. Uh, but since we've gotten healthy, we've shown some real flashes of, of what, what our potential and what our ceiling could be. And uh, we, have a, we have a chance to, you know, to believe that we're one of the teams that, that has an opportunity to win an NBA championship this year. So, you know, we're not taking that lightly and, um, you know, putting in all the work. Frank Vogel joins us before I let you go. Uh, will you, do you see yourself returning? Once everything's done and you're you're cool and satisfied with a, a great career, will you return here? I could definitely see that. You know, like I said, uh, you know, it's it's always felt like home to me. My daughters were raised there. 
Um, one of my daughters is going to school at the University of Wisconsin, so so she returns to the Midwest, and yeah. my my other one might as well. Um, <laughs> nice. She's a senior. She's she's looking at some of the schools. I use one of them, and um, you know we're going to keep that door open. You know because uh, you know we had some great years there, and and you know this the Indianapolis will always be uh, will be close to my heart. Hey Frank, I got to send all my kids to Indiana State. Okay, I got to give them some helpers. So we got to send That's them all, all right. to Teradice. They're having a good year this year though, so well you know it's good. But uh, got to send them all to Indiana State. Honestly, absolute pleasure to have you on the show again. It has been way too long, and uh, we won't spend this time apart uh, again like this. I always love talking to you and uh, loved your time here. The best of luck to you with Phoenix, uh, no matter what happens coming up later on tonight at the Fieldhouse. But, again, thank you so much for taking out the time and uh, being on the show today, Frank. I really appreciate it. Tell everybody in the family we said hello. Will do, and best to your family and, and everybody back in the Indianapolis community. I miss everyone back there, so uh, I'm excited to be back. Thank you, Frank. I appreciate you. All right, take care. It's uh, Frank Vogel right there, the head coach of the Phoenix.